0: Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.
1: Good morning, viewers. Welcome to Tuesday edition of Inside Nigeria here at the Leadership Television. My name is Bodhi Balibo. This morning we shall be dissecting the stories of some national dailies, and as usual, we're starting with Nigeria's most influential newspaper, The Leadership. On the front page of Leadership this morning. Seven-day ultimatum by CSOs expires. President Muhammadu Buhari yet to sign electoral bill. Seven-day ultimatum by civil society organisations expires. President Muhammadu Buhari yet to sign electoral bill. IPAC stakeholders express concern over delayed presidential assent. Mr. President has no excuse this time. And of course, the last rider to that story is coming from the Minister of Justice and Attorney General of the Federation. I just got a copy of the bill just yesterday and Monday. Joining me now to look at the issues around the Electoral Act Amendment Bill 2022 is Mr. Austin A.I.G.B., a senior program officer with Center for Democracy and Development. Good morning, Mr. Austin. Thank you for joining us this morning, Mr. Austin. Now, you have seen we have on the front page of Leadership newspaper, this morning and I know your organization Center for Democracy and Development is one of the uh, CSOs in Nigeria advancing the cause of a reform electoral uh, process. First of all, let me have your take about this delayed assent by President Mohamed Buhari.
2: Thank you so much and um, good morning Nigerians. Uh, for us, uh, if you recall last year before uh, the, the reworking of the of the of the bill, we had actually come out so strong, asking the Senate, the Senate to veto the President's refusal to assent to the proposal um, initially. Now we can see very clearly that the only option is um, is for the Senate, the National Assembly, to begin to think of a veto because where we are heading, it is very likely. That president Bauer is not going to sign the second time president but the clause the clause of concern may not be with the nomination that the president issued its uh, uh, refusal on we have been to see right now that is it done beyond uh consensus uh, requirement in the uh in the primaries that the president said uh issues of um, uh, cost of direct uh, 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 primary election uh, primary election they are not It is simply political. President Bari has never signed an electoral bill since he became president of Nigeria. This is a worrying dimension. President Bari said he was going to give Nigerians an an improved electoral system. And what we have in the electoral bill is an improved system. Currently, President Bari is not in a hurry to sign. And where we are, we are relying on the attorney general who has interest to contest for the governorship election in Kirby State, having to advise the president to sign or not to sign. Why do we need to rely on someone with an interest to advise President president to sign or not to sign, an, ele- an electoral system that will improve our landscape? It's becoming a worrying dimension
1: for So now what options do you think are available for Nigerians? Because like you just uh, rightly observed, the president might not be interested in assenting that a bill. Because remember, in 2018, he gave an excuse uh, of proximity to the 2029, 2019 general election. And this time around again, <laughs> about three years after, he also gave an excuse, and the excuse has been taken care of by the National Assembly, but now, seven days after, uh, he has not done anything yet. So what more options are available for Nigerians? What options are available for Nigerians? as we approach well, the elections? Well,
2: President Bari has 30 days, seven days is just what has expired. He's got 30 days, uh, uh, which means about uh, 21 days remaining. So hopefully he signs or he doesn't sign, but we already are thinking that he will not sign. Because if the National Assembly could revisit their own position, the National Assembly obturne their own position to take in the present advisory. One, we expect that the very day the president receives that uh, proposal, it will assent immediately. If you also recall, the president was in a broadcast interview where he was asked, and he said, if they come back, if they turn it back to him and they amend that provision, direct, indirect, primaries, and concessors, he will sign that commitment is still standing but we know the national assembly has dropped some very technical line within the space of consensus uh, arrangement there will not be a consensus candidate if all the aspirants in the race has not signed off that is may not be accepted by the political big wings the rulers of these parties That may be a challenge to the new bill. And what is up for Nigerians? One thing, only one thing. If if President Bari eventually does not sign, we occupy the National Assembly to veto that bill. The National Assembly should get ready and veto this bill without hesitation, without wasting one more day. If they President Bari refused assent, that day, the, the National Assembly should veto the bill. Our Nigerians will back the National Assembly. I am too positive that Nigerians will back the National Assembly. We, we are not going to ask President Buari. We are not going to fight President Buari. No. President Bari in 2014, uh, in 2015 January, at the, the TransCop Hotel, where, uh, where, where, where the, the, we, we, we converge to sign the, the deal on peaceful election, President Buari? Uh, was very conscious of the fact that there was no electoral bill preceding the 2015 election he made a statement open statement that and it was it was categorizing or theorizing all of the all of the other election 2023 election before the election there was a, was, was an, a new electoral bill 2017 there was a new electoral bill i mean 27 there was a new electoral bill 2011 there was a new electoral bill now 2015, he was arguing that there was no electoral, new electoral bill, and he was saying that the, the, the government at that time was going to manipulate the election because that was why they denied the country a new electoral bill. Now, President Baria have got two opportunities. In 2018, he refused to. Now again, is plain technicality, and those technicalities will go down in history as a president that never signed an electoral bill, and it will not be good for his, for his reputation, as a Nigerian president that was president for eight years and never signed an electoral bill. It will go down in history, and it will go down in... in, in uh, it will be so historical that it was in his regime that National Assembly will veto an electoral bill, and the Nigerians will be able to clap for National Assembly rather than clap for President Buhari.
1: All right, finally, Mr. Aide, another issue with direct consequences for credible election is also the electoral officials themselves. Now, a few days ago, the Senate confirmed the nomination of Professor Rhoda Gumus as the National Commissioner in the Electoral Commission to represent uh, South-South. And this is against protests by civil society organizations who also accused Professor Gumus of being a card-carrying member of a political uh, party now, this is happening for the second time. Remember when President Mohamedou Buhari nominated uh, Loretta Onoche to represent South South, the same issue pop up, and now it's happening again. Now, finally, tell me, you what's your take on this and probably what kind of a, a effect it can have on the electoral process?
2: Okay, thanks. I, I think the issue of Prof is not the same as Loretta Onoche was not disqualified based on political party she was disqualified disqualified based on the federal character commission even though the, the law states that a person appointed to INEC must not be a member of a political party if you check the information that was in the online space well we saw the the, the registration of the professor in a political party list well on that list the professor did not sign that document it, 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 i was arguing i argue this with other individuals that how how would you justify that a professor cannot sign a document it's worrying it's worrying however however if a professor put on print and she eventually shows up to say she's not a member of a party i am not too sure because we didn't see the fiscal card it could be other things however she is not the first to have been nominated as party member. Uh, there are others who will continue to play a watchdog role to Aine to make sure Aine performed the right role of transparency, of dealing with issues of personality and otherwise. We will continue to watch them. And again, maybe we didn't do enough compared to Honolchek. Che was just a weird situation. Honolchek goes beyond partisanship, goes beyond political party membership. It, it, was, a, it was a strong... Um, there was a strong co- organizing. But if you check that of Professor, we had Professor, uh, 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 mem- I think Eric, who was a member of APC, who I think currently the APC, uh, the Eric of Edo, was uh, contested under the APC in, um, okay, yes, if you see online, if you see where signature, that's done printing for a professor. I, I, I don't want to say that. We try to find. I check this as you know cdd work with fact checking we try to fact check they We send people to biesta to go on the ground to pick out the real register in the apc and you know that uh, of course we couldn't find that register where we have our name so but i'm not saying there's a good one we could to put a watchdog role now that we know that the professor is a member of apc we are going to put an eye on her to be able to look at the decisions she made the kind of action she takes, those will be our role going forward.
1: I think it is also important I take you on one more question. Uh, you raised the uh, issue of forgery. You suggest forgery uh, regarding this uh, registration uh, slip purportedly belonging to Professor uh, Rhoda Gumus. Now, are uh, we not supposed to also take this off if eventually it is found to be uh, fake, that people behind this should also be accountable.
2: Yes, I think the professor should take it up. If she totally believe that it was forged, she should take it up. We are not saying it is forged. I'm only raising critical questions that the professor not signing our own card, raise a, raise some level of doubt. Um, I mean, how could you have yeah, a card, a professor? Not, I, I can't sign it. I can't even pick a document be printing on it at this material time. No way. For a professor to have that kind of card and not printing raise a lot of questions. So the professor, I, I will expect, maybe when we meet one-on-one in our next meeting, I will charge her to pick up that matter very quickly and defend her said that she was not a member of the party and so that we can be cleared, everyone understand. She needs to um, she, she need to investigate who if truly she was not responsible for those uh, uh, thumb printing of those papers and all that.
1: All right, many thanks to you, Mr. Austin Aibe, Senior Program Officer, Center for Democracy and Development for joining us this morning on Inside Nigeria. Thank you for that insightful Thank you I appreciate it. All right, now going forward, let's look at what we have on the front page of our sister publication, The National Economy. On the front page of National Economy this morning, delay in rebasing GDP hinders planning investments in Nigeria. Delay in rebasing GDP hinders planning investments in nigeria the basin overdue seven years after according to experts and of course the last rider to that story is nigeria's gdp may be worth 1.7 trillion dollar contrary to current uh official uh figures delaying the basin gdp index planning investments in nigeria the basin overdue seven years after according to experts, and of course the last rider is saying Nigeria's gdp may be worth 1.7 trillion dollars, contrary to current official uh, figure. If proper, the of the DP is carried out by the Nigerian uh, Statistics uh, Center. Now, we, have, we need to go on a short break. When we come back, I'll continue with other newspapers we have on our menu this morning. Don't go away.
0: Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.
1: Well, welcome back. It's still inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, February 8th, 2022. Well, let's go to the third newspaper on our menu this morning, and that is Nigerian Tribune. On the front page of Nigerian Tribune this morning, few kills with surface in Lagos, Ogun, Oyo. 12 kills with surface in Lagos, Ogun, Oyo. Moman blames operational challenges. NATO threatens to withdraw college service. Demand upward review of freight rates. Four kills surfaces in Lagos Ogre oh, for your moment blames operational challenges. NATO threatens to withdraw college service and of course demands upward review of freight rates. Well, the NMPC is already uh, blaming this on um, panic buying, but what NMPC has not uh the question NPC has not actually answered is why people should buy panically. And if there is panic buying, I think the right thing to do is to make panic supply of petroleum products so that these queues on the road will not be there again. and queues resurface in Lagos, Ogun, Oyo. Why moment blames operational challenges? Others are saying it is as a result of the draw of dirty petrol from circulation. That is why. We are having such change in supply. NATO threatens to withdraw house service and demands upward review of freight weight that is on the front page of the Nigerian Tribune this morning. And of course, the last paper on our menu this morning is this day. On the front page of this day, APC leaders in search of consensus candidates at convention to unite party. APC leaders in search of consensus candidates at convention to unite party. Buhari allegedly in agreement with decision, Mustafa, Buhari, Almakura, top list party to grant waiver to intending defectors, including former President Goodluck, Jonathan. Very interesting story on the front page of this day, this morning, political leaders, APC leaders in search of consensus candidates at February 26th Convention to unite party. Buhari allegedly in agreement with decision. Mustafa Buhari makua top list. And of course, the last rider to that story saying, party to grant waiver to intending defectors, including ex-president Goodluck Jonathan. By this lent credence, to leadership front page story yesterday with the caption Jonathan's PDP membership uh, in doubt or uncertainty about Jonathan's membership of the opposition People's Democratic Party. Nobody actually uh, knows, except Jonathan himself and people close to him, where he belongs currently, whether still in APC, uh, PDP, or APC in order to contest the 2023 general uh, presidential election. APC leaders in search of consensus candidates at convention to unite parties. Joining me shortly is Mohamed Saidu Esu, a national chairmanship aspirant of the All Progressive Progressive, uh, Congress to actually uh, look at this uh, story while we establish uh, we try to establish connection with Esu. We'll be talking to uh, Okay, Mohammed said Esu is already joining us. Is with us from Mina, the Niger State capital, where he's going to formally declare for his aspiration this morning in MENA. Good morning, Esu. All right, I can't hear you. You need to unmute yourself. I don't know if you can hear me. You have to unmute yourself. All right, viewers, let's fix that Hello? connection. Hello? Uh, a seconds, Hello, I'll... Morning, my
0: brother. All right, Do you can hear me now? Yes, I can hear you very well.
1: All right, morning. how is Mina this morning?
0: Mina is fine. Uh, as you can see, we are on the mood of uh, declaring as a formally to the party as a aspirant of the office of the national chairman of our great party, APC and uh, you can see I'm inside the car now to make sure that we're going to the venue to make sure that we did it uh, effectively and uh, show all Nigerians that we are in the race and that we are there to win the election.
1: All right, uh, it is interesting uh, Esu, uh, today you'll be declaring your intention to buy for the office of the national chairman of the ruling APC and you are there in Minanaja state to do that in about one hour's time but See what we have on the homepage of this day, this morning, that your party leadership is already shopping for a consensus candidate to become uh, the chairman. And they mentioned some names that your name is not there. I, I, I don't know uh, what's happening, but give us a sense of what is happening in your party as you approach the February 26th National Convention to elect party leaders.
0: Yes, uh, as you know. We are in. T- we are at the time of politicking, and everybody will be doing every scheming to make sure that he emerged uh, victorious at the next coming 26 February convention. And uh, the way you had uh, names in uh, that paper, that is also actually how you can hear our names in other people that uh, the consensus is favoring us. But the basically thing is, we are there to in the race to win, and we are going to win. And um uh, where what we are telling you people now is that it has gone beyond what uh, some people will just sit down in their cocoon and agree on some certain things. Definitely stakeholders have to be involved and the, the key stakeholder, which is the president, have not uh, categorically clear that that is where the direction is going. Definitely people will have to be making assertions and a lot of people will be making uh, objections who will emerge. But uh, by God's willing, we are declaring today and uh, in the next coming days, Will be victorious in the election.
1: So now, let me. I think I've asked you this question before. Uh, let me see, ask you again today how are you going to confront uh the party big weeks Somebody like former governor, Almakura, who is an incumbent uh, senator in the National Assembly, uh, Bawa Buari, a former minister of the Federal Republic, and other big whips. You are just 35 year old party member. How are you going to confront this? party big yes i know the party now
0: it's a serious concern about how to go beyond 2023 and uh the cards already lay on the table and the numbers of the young people who have registered as the party members it's glaring to know everybody and we must have a stake in this game because we have the number we have about 41 million registered members of the young people in the party and about more than 36 three million. Uh, young people in the party and they must also have a stake and how can they do it we are there to win elections and to set up a a formidable political party in the country beyond 2023 we are not doing um, a party that will just win election and leave it like that we are going to build a party that will be an institutional base and that is why if apc wants to get it right and if we have to be fair to the numbers of young people in the party Definitely, they should give us the leadership so that we drive the party beyond
1: 2023. All right, Esu, you are a political appointee of Niger State Governor of Pakistan, even where you haves from. But well, just last week, we read reports about the governor endorsing another chairmanship aspirant, Senator Ani So what, what's your take about that? Uh, you know, um,
0: people should get it clear. You've already... I tell that I'm a political appointee of the governor. I can't go into the race without the governor knowing. And the governor is already aware of my coming. And as a distinguished senator from the state, definitely the governor has have to support him too. The governor has made it clear to them <clears throat> that we have three aspirants in the state. I, myself, and uh, the senator, distinguished senator, Sani Musa and um, Abubakar Rabaab, who is the former minister of uh, state for mineral resources, is also in the race. The governor have made it clear that all of them are the sons of the soils. And he will make sure that he Niger-like a emerge in this upcoming convention. And anybody that I emerge is his own. He's father to all of us and uh, he's going to treat us fairly. And as I'm declaring today, the governor is out of the country, but immediately he comes up, because we spoke with the governor, he said immediately he's coming back, he's going to receive me officially to tell the whole world that a young person from his government is going to be emerge as a national chairman first kind of its history in Africa and uh, in Nigeria. All
1: right, uh, Esu, before I allow you to go because of time, let us into your uh, declaration speech. I know the declaration event is still uh, a moment away, but let us into your declaration speech. What are you going to tell party members? What will you going to do differently and how are you going to do that when you become the APC National Chairman?
0: Yes i think uh, the party members know what it's right at this critical time the unity of the party uh, build a solid foundation for the democratic tenant of this country and uh, build a progressive and uh, egalitarian institutions so that an upcoming generation will learn and they will build on the efforts that uh, young people have sacrificed and uh, i'm calling on all the delegates that are coming they should look at it clearly from their conscience mind that it's high time We should remove uh, interest that will jeopardize this party. We should build an interest that will make sure that this party has come to stay. And I, Mohamed Etsu, will make sure that everybody is carried along and we have the energy to drive the party beyond 2023. All right.
1: right. Many thanks to you. And we wish you good luck in today's uh, event in Minanai State. He's a, 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 a year old Niger-born APC National Chairmanship aspirant, He just spoke to us from Mina in Niger State. Many thanks to you. Well, we've come to the end of today's Inside Nigeria. Make a date with us tomorrow for the midweek edition of Inside Nigeria. My name is Remain Bob. Bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.